My parents left a, a pathway and a platform for me to be blessed. I need to leave that for my children so they can be blessed and teach them so that their children can be blessed. And we're not having a poverty mentality. We're not having a generational poverty line where everybody been in the system from grandma to big mom and now that's the way I know how to live. That ain't God's blessings for you. God's got a blessing for you. You are the head, not the tail. You above, not beneath. You are blessed and you are able to bless others. That's what God's plans are for his people. Thank you for joining us today as we begin a new series on God's grace to help us in tough times. We're going to begin with a message called Hear God, Believe God, and Obey God. Stay tuned because after today's message, I'll share with you how you can come and join in on this series in person as we continue to walk in the light of God's Word. Are we ready to go into the Word of God? If you have your Bibles with you on your phone, in your hand, or in your heart. If you have your heart, grab your heart. If they say, my word is in my heart, Pastor. Repeat after me. Say, all Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for my teaching, for my correction, for my rebuking for my training in righteousness so that I may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Today we're going to begin a series on God's economy for tough times. How many of you believe we're having some tough times? As I embark upon this series, I want to give you some principles and some points to ponder, to think about, and to uh, apply that will help you walk through tough times. The primary emphasis of this series will be our stewardship. How do we properly manage what God has given us? Our generosity and God's blessings, we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about God's system of economy. Now, I do understand that uh, financial blessings are just a fraction of the ways God bless us. He blesses us financially, but he blesses us more than just financially. I got a call from a friend of mine just a few moments ago who's been going through chemotherapy in California. And he says, well, you know, I'm just thankful today that I can just get up by myself and, and uh, bathe myself and feed myself. And I was thinking, when we ask people, what are you thankful for? They scratch their head. and Well, let me think of something. Well, if you woke up this morning and you, you can move around without pain and you can feed yourself. And, okay, let me just go somewhere else. You ought to say, thank you, Lord, for blessing me for another day. I understand why the psalmist said, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise will continually be in my mouth. Don't let the devil tell you that you're not blessed. Come on, say, I'm blessed. There are physical blessings. There are spiritual blessings. There's peace of mind blessing. There are family blessings. But most of all, there is the blessing of eternal life. But I want you to grasp what I will call the ABCs of God's gracious generosity that will help us through these tough times. I'm going to mention these ABCs in every sermon in this series. 
What is A? A is that God is able. You know, that's a message in itself. But come on, say God is able. B is believe God's promises. Believe God's promises. And C is commit to obey. God is able. Believe God's promises. Commit to obey. I want you to write that down somewhere or etch that in your mind because we're going to be emphasizing that. And this is what's going to take you through tough times. I want us to see how this played out in the life of one of the patriarchs of our faith. That's in Abraham. And this is in the book of Genesis. And Genesis is a book of beginnings. And we see the first family. We see all of creation. We see the first murder with Cain and Abel. We see all of the rebellion and the first destruction of the world. But we also will see God establishing some principles in his relationship with Abraham. And I want to share that with you today because this is going to be a foundation upon which we're going to build everything else in terms of how God blesses us with his economy. And why is this important? Because right now, as we are looking at high inflation, we're looking at high gas prices, high food prices, That will cause people to become worried and frantic, and it is a real effect on how we can manage and what we have to live on. So unless you're extremely wealthy and rich or have a lot of resources, you'll find yourself trying to make ends meet. But I thank God this church is not like that. I ain't hear no amens. We're blessed in this church, ain't we? We already figured this thing out. Amen. But there are people, but there's a, there's a parable in the book of Mark chapter 4, the parable of the sower. And he said that the sower sowed some seed among the thorns and the wheat was unproductive. And when Jesus explained that, he says uh, that those thorns are the worries of life, the deceitfulness of riches and a desire to go after a whole lot of things. And he said that will choke out the believer and make them unfruitful. So I know if you're worried about how you're gonna pay your bills, if you're worried about how you're gonna make it, and you have all that worry and anxiety, it's hard to come into the house of the Lord and lift your hands and praise him. You will be complaining, you will be trying to strategize, trying to figure something out. You're going to go get you two more jobs and you're going to try to hustle and sell stuff and do some stuff you ain't had no business. But when you walk in the favor and the blessings of God, knowing that God is able and I believe God's promises and I commit to obey, I can enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Even if it doesn't look good, I know that my help is on the way. Let's go to Genesis chapter 12. I have a lot today, so I'm going to move a little swifter than I normally do. Genesis chapter 12, beginning at verse 1, the Lord said to Abram, leave your country, your people, and your father's household and go to the land I will show you. Now, this passage records how God called Abram out of a pagan world and made an astounding promise to him. This passage points up the faith of Abraham and teaching us that faith 
obeys God. Abraham was middle-aged. Well, he was 75. Maybe that was middle-aged then. He was prosperous already. He was settled and he was a pagan. But God gave Abram some specific instructions. And I want you to start thinking as we go through, has God ever given you some specific instructions? He told him these four things. He said, leave your country, leave your people, leave your father's household, go to the land I will show you. Abraham now has a decision to make. And that's where it gets challenging for us. Even if we heard God, now we got to make some decisions. Number one, have I heard from God? Do I know that I'm hearing from God? The Bible doesn't tell us how Abraham knew it was God, but he knew it was God. And God has a way of speaking to you such that you know it's him. He knows how to speak to you. He knows how to get to you in a way that you know it's him. So I'm not going to give you a a prescription on how he does that because he speaks to all of us differently. But you'll know it's him. You've heard that voice when you was watching television and said, you need to turn that off. You should be praying. You ever heard that voice? That was him. He can talk to you. So the first thing, then, once you hear God, you have to say, am I going to obey God or am I going to continue to do what I've been doing and what I have planned for my own life? Am I going to obey God or am I going to continue to do what I want to do because i got some things I want to accomplish? That's the first challenge. And this is the decision that we all have to make. But the word of the Lord came to Abraham Though it was not known exactly how it came, he determined that it was his divine direction. He responded in faith and and obediently left everything to follow God's plan. That's why he has become the example of the father of faith. Faith was just believing that whatever God says he was going to do, he's going to do it and I'm going to go with him. So this message and the fact that the entire series is for those of us who have heard God speaking to us. This message, these words are for those who know God and are following the Lord. The reason I say that is because if you're not a child of God, if you never have a relationship through the Lord Jesus Christ, and you're not saved, you're not committed to the Lord, uh, this message is not for you because what I'm going to share with you only works for those who are following the Lord with all their heart. See, God doesn't make promises to everybody, but he makes promises to those who are his. I have responded to the call of God on my life. I hope you responded to the call of God on your life. And I'm not talking about responding and having to be a minister or preacher or evangelist. But God calls all of us to something. And have you responded to what he's called you to? In Galatians chapter 3, I want to share with you that we can access, and we do have access to the promises of Abraham because what God promised Abraham, he promised to all of us who believe and obey. Galatians chapter 3 verse 9, does God give you his spirit and work miracles among you because you observe the law or because you believe what you've heard? Consider Abraham, he believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. 
Understand then that those who believe are children of Abraham. Do you believe? He said, you're children of Abraham. The scripture foresaw that God would justify the Gentiles. So those who have faith are blessed along with Abraham, the man of faith. So whatever God is promising Abraham, I'm going to grab on a hold to that because I am through faith brought into the family of God through the blessings of Abraham. So God asked Abraham to do four things. Leave your country, leave your people, leave your daddy, and go where I tell you to go. Now that's hard for us to get up and do some of those things. Abraham was 75 years old. You know, he was set in his ways. Who wants to get up and go to a new place or a place where you have no idea where you're going, do a new thing, break your relationships, break your family, take everybody away when you're 75? I'm going to start over? No, not me. That can't be God. There's a song I used to sing about God that said he has already provided Every promise you can claim, just ask it in his name. Everything you need, he has already provided. This is Jerry G. Martin. Thank you for joining us for this series where we are talking about God's grace to provide for his people in tough times. I don't have to remind you about the prices of food and gas and rent and all of the things that we need. But I want you to know that God has already made a way for you to have everything you need. There are some biblical principles that if we would follow them, God is sure to meet our need. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can go to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Or you can go to our website at lowcf.org. Then I invite you to come and join us in person for the rest of this series. It's going to go through the month of July, and we will be speaking to you about some principles of God. We are told in the scripture, whoever sows generously will reap generously. We are told that God has a window that he can open up and pour out blessings that we don't have room enough to receive. We are told that God is able. And all we need to do is believe God's promises and commit to obey his word. Join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. Don't forget about the Bible bookstore on our campus, The Beacon. You can get Sunday school supplies, communion supplies, books and Bibles, or whatever you need. Call The Beacon at 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, may the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.